Hello and welcome to Hope Radio. I'm Jill, your host with Hope Journey Ministries. Today we're going to be talking about one scripture. It's 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 through 17. So today's episode is titled, Buckle in here. Quietly trust yourself to Christ your Lord. Wow, that's a long title, right? Well, it's actually the first part of this scripture, and I just couldn't think of anything better. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. In verse 15, it says, Quietly trust yourself to Christ your Lord, and if anybody asks why you believe as you do, be ready to tell them, and do it in a gentle and respectful way. Do what is right. Then if men speak against you, calling you evil names, they will become ashamed of themselves for falsely accusing you when you have only done what is good. Remember, if God wants you to suffer, it's better to suffer for doing a good than for doing wrong. Good stuff there, right? I'll never forget a church camp experience. I was around fourth or fifth grade, and we were sitting on the floor in a cabin at night. And the leaders were sharing scripture about believing in Christ. They went around and asked each of us why we believed in Jesus. You know, I would say most of the kids kind of just shrugged their shoulders, not because they didn't have an answer, but I think when you're talking about your faith and maybe for the first time, it can be very difficult. It really does open yourself up to criticism, being laughed at, or even mocked. You know, I never blamed any of those kids for being quiet. In fact, that was my plan. I was planning on just sitting there, shrugging my shoulders, sitting quietly, and then hoping they moved on. But God had other plans. As the pastor was working around the circle, I could feel my heart beating faster and faster. I was afraid the kids next to me could hear my heart. I know they could hear my breathing. I just knew that I was going to share something and I didn't want to. You know, I was stumbling around in my head with what I was going to say and nothing was coming to mind. Oh, well, except the experience I had a few years before with a dream. I'm sure I've shared that story before and if I have time, I might even end with that. But let's get back to the panic attack. I was hearing some kids share and they were confident and they seemed to have just the right words. The pastor questioned each one of them and the kids stayed strong. They did not waver. You know, I kind of felt like the pastor was picking on them and challenging them. It was awkward. I was kind of getting frustrated because why were they going so hard at these kids? But I was proud of them being strong. Oh, now he's getting closer to calling on me. Now, at this time in my life, I was still very shy. I hated confrontation, wouldn't make eye contact. But you know what? I knew Jesus. I believed in him, and I was afraid my worst nightmares were coming true. I was afraid that pastor was going to bully me into sharing my story. And then I would cry, and then I'd be more embarrassed. But here's the divine moment. I looked into that pastor's eyes, and I knew He knew that I had a story to share. Now his tone kind of changed with me, and he asked if I believed in Jesus. And how did I even know he was real? Oh, out of my mouth popped out that dream, the whole story. I didn't miss a thing. 
I could see on his face an expression that I was, well, what I was sharing, he was pleased about. But then he began to question me. He was asking me to defend my answers, saying, are you sure you didn't just make that up or it's just in your head? It's not really God. Are you sure it's not your brother playing tricks on you? Oh, on and on, he just kept coming after me. I'm not meaning like a warrior, but to a little girl, it really felt aggressive. I remember I began to shake within, not because he was scaring me, no, because he was making me mad. And I said, I know it was God. He said, how do you know it was God? I remember saying with almost clenched teeth, because I know. And he smiled and said something like, I believe you. And it was over. But the funny thing was, I wasn't finished with him yet. (laughs) I wanted to yell back at him and say, how dare you do this? You're talking about Jesus. But I had a sense of peace that came over me. Now, I cannot say God said this out loud, but I did hear him say something to the, the effect of, I'm so proud of you that you stood up for Jesus. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I was some special angelic child and I was not smarter than anyone else. Absolutely not. But I am saying God gave me the courage to say, I know it was him. And I believed it with every cell in my body. And to this day, all these years later, I still believe it with every cell in my body. That was God. Now, this was not a memorable moment for everyone at camp. I mean, they're not still talking about poor little Jill being attacked (laughs) to defend her God. No, but it was a memorable moment for me. And I believe it was a launching pad for me to start understanding the hope that God does provide us. And I began to share my story more and more. Now, looking at the scripture, it talks about when you say things about your hope, the world can be pretty cruel. Now, in that Christian camp, I was not in a den of wolves. I was with fellow believers. So I was not a super bold child or a apprentice warrior. See, I was in a safe place, and I'm so grateful that he challenged me. But let me ask you, have you shared your faith into the world? Have you found it to be hard, frustrating, even maybe a little scary and intimidating? Yeah. Maybe you're saying you're not sure what your story is or how to deliver it. See, that's where we seek God, lean into him, and he's going to show you and give you the exact words you need. Another little story, years ago, I was with some people that I'd known a very long time, and we were having dinner and just laughing and talking about life, and then one person kind of turned to a kind of a dark conversation where they were very angry with someone and and kind of wanting that person to get what they deserved. This is very uncomfortable. Now, I didn't voice my opinion. I just sat there. But the next thing I know, this other friend turned to me with hate in their eyes. They began to mock me. They made fun of me. They're saying, you're just a church girl and super religious. I bet you're not happy with what they're saying. She raised her voice and she said, you've always been a goody-goody. 
I was shocked. I looked at the rest of our friends and they were so busy laughing about other things. You know what? They never even heard any of those words. I guess those were just for me to hear. I remember being so concerned at how I was going to move through that moment, but I sat there for a long time saying nothing. I wanted to cry, but I held it together. I got in the car after our dinner and then I began to sob. I began to feel my world crumbling around me. Was it? No. But it was a real personal attack. But then I began to dissect every word and then went, oh, okay, well, thank you, God. I realized that what was said to me is how we are supposed to live for him. I wish I could say it in that very moment, I felt really good (laughs) and just whistled all the way home. No, I was so hurt because I never had anyone say anything remotely like that to me. You know, even as I share this story, I still have kind of this twinge within me. It really shook me. I do realize that life is really hard when we're trying to live it on our own. And when we do try to live a life pleasing to God, we're going to get people that are not very pleased with us. In fact, they're just plumb annoyed. Now, before you start, especially if you know me, trying to figure out who that person was, let me very be very clear. I thank God for that person. First of all, now you may think I'm a little crazy here, but I'm not 100% sure her saying it. Yeah, saints at work in this world. Because I know this person, longtime friend, believes much like I do, has lived much like I have. So I have no hard feelings at all. But I am grateful to God that I was confronted because I felt like God was using this to say, keep moving forward. Now, I've been annoyed by someone being so Christ-like at you. I hate to admit it, but it's true. Maybe a time that I was having a little grudge and then somebody came out with this wonderful bit of wisdom and I knew I should just calm my emotions and say, help me God. But we're human, right? So my takeaway from all this is, well, first of all, we need to look at that scripture again. It says, do what is right. Then if men speak against you, calling you evil names, they will become ashamed of themselves for falsely accusing you when you've only done what is good. And remember, if God wants you to suffer, it's better to suffer for doing good than for doing wrong. We just need to keep moving forward in life. We may not see when that person becomes ashamed of their behavior, and that's okay. Again, I'm not 100% sure that was her. But if we're sincerely doing the right thing, instead of us wanting them to be ashamed, we want them to see him. And that's been my prayer. These were so many years ago. My faith was strong, but nothing like it is now. I just hope that I shined him in the moment, our Heavenly Father. This is something we have to work on every single day. We are going to fall 
we're going to say the wrong thing, but is how do we move forward? Makes all the difference. How we move forward, truly, is where it is decided, did we honor him in the situation? So quietly trust yourself to Christ your Lord. That's where we need to go. Quietly trust yourself to the Lord. Don't live with vengeance, looking for that person who has harmed you to be ashamed, because you know what? You may never see it. And we go through those times where we're just, oh, we want to see them be put in their place, right? Would you rather live knowing that you're in the right place for a Heavenly Father? Look at your assigned seat in life and where God has given you the opportunity to impact and change lives around you. Focus on how you can serve Him better, more passionately, and more pleasing to Him. And then you won't even care about those little rocks that people can throw at you sometimes. And guess what? We're human. We're throwing rocks too. So that's where we have to trust in Him. Rely on Him every breath we take. I want to thank you for joining me today here on Hope Radio. I'm Jill, your host. I hope you have been blessed. And remember to always be a blessing to others. Bye for now.